Welcome to this Mindful Monday podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about being overwhelmed. As we start this podcast, take a second to really focus on your breathing. Look outside and appreciate the nature around you. As I repeat, take a deep breath in and out. In and out. In and exhale. As we cover these affirmations in the next couple minutes, make sure to really focus on your breathing and be intentional about the words you're saying. Okay, now for affirmations. Repeat the words after me. I am doing the best I can. I am doing the best I can. I am in control of my actions. I am in control of my actions. I'm giving 100% of what I can in the moment. I am giving 100% of what I can in the moment. My well-being is my highest priority. My well-being is my highest priority. Okay, so that was our mindful minute for the day. And um, next, we're just going to get on and go ahead and start talking about having an overwhelmed plate. And the definition of an overwhelmed plate started with the idea around Thanksgiving and the holidays and literally having an overwhelmed plate. But that plate can also mean like different aspects of our life that are overwhelmed. Okay, in this podcast, we have a lot of different people joining us today. So hi, my name is Mayhack. I'm from Texas. Hi, I'm Katie from New York. I'm Emmy from Kentucky. I'm Lexi from Florida. I'm Nadia from Illinois. I'm Ariana from Florida. I'm Sabra from Colorado. Okay, so I know like midterm season is coming up and a lot of people are, you know, stressing out about their grades or about, you know, their future when it comes to college and stuff like that. And first of all, like, I'll, like, I find comfort in knowing that a lot of people are also going through the same thing. So like, I'm not the only one that has to, you know, take these midterms or apply to colleges because as hard as it may seem, you know, there's someone that you can like always reach out to. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, especially with the heavy course load and um, multiple things going on in your life. Um, it can be really good to have a support system, especially, um, like close friends in school and classmates. Yeah, finding friends in classes, I feel like it's one of the only ways that I'm able to get through like eight hours of school every single day. Um, but you know, even if, even if you don't have that, there's definitely a lot of positives that are in your life. So I feel like focusing on that sometimes helped me, but that's a lot easier said than done. And I know that, um, but that's just kind of, you know, what we think. Um, so going off of that, I think that the best way to, um, in my opinion, to like study and get myself to do it is to study with other people in my classes and such. Um, and another way is just getting my phone in a different room or putting myself somewhere where I have nothing else to do besides what I need to do. And I think that's definitely a way to make myself work. And I know that some people will say that you need to work for 15 minutes and then take a break or something. But for me, that doesn't work because I'll take a break and I won't come back. Um, but yeah. I totally agree. When I, anytime I read or I have like a project I need to work on, I can't just turn my phone off because anytime I get a break, I'll open my phone again. 
And this is back to the whole like notification high episode. We're so dependent on our phones, but like that's, I mean, we've already covered that. So that's not really the point, but um, I can't really like study or anything without having like complete awayness from my phone and like distractions. So like when it comes to school, having the people around at school helps me study, but the noise like distracts me. So sometimes it's useful to be able to put my earbuds in and study for finals or whatever else. But it's also really helpful when I'm studying for my midterms or finals that I um, prioritize what I have to get done. I just add on to the point about like a, about having a support system. Your support system doesn't have to be a hundred people. It doesn't have to be this big elaborate system of everyone who knows every detail about your life. It, you know, especially for those of us who are maybe you know more quiet and introverted, it can be one or two people you trust. And that is totally cool. It just, just as long as you've got someone to talk to or just to have some, you know, interaction with, that's really what counts. It doesn't have to be this big elaborate system of people that we sometimes think of when we think of a support system. Yeah, I agree. I feel like talking to people sometimes can be hard if they don't necessarily know exactly what you're going through and you don't want to like explain it to them. But I feel like journaling and okay, this is not weird. But I swear talking to yourself actually feels so good because you're the only person who truly really understands you. And so I guess what I do personally is I just record myself talking and then I listen to it back again. And I'm like, oh, like I see or like, you know, it's a lot easier to see the error in your ways when you're hearing it like after a while versus like in the moment when you're all riled up and you're all like angry or sad or whatever. Um, and so I feel like that helps me like de-stress or become less overwhelmed, but I guess it just depends per person. Um, I wanted to like butt in and go back to the point that you guys were saying about the phones being a distraction. Totally agree with that. But, um, I was talking with my school counselor and she was suggesting that you could actually use it to benefit you, um, by setting timers and stuff. So work for 20 minutes, set a timer, take a break for five or 10 minutes and set a timer to make sure that you go back and keep doing what you were supposed to do to get that time management and make it more of a habit. That is my secret to essay writing. I've written probably like 15 essays since July. And my number one, like go to is to say 15 minutes on and then 15 minutes off 50 or like 10 minutes off, 15 minutes on, and I can get a paper written in less than an hour. Like yesterday, I wrote one in in 30 minutes because it only took me two 15-minute sessions before I had it done. And it makes the stress so much easier that you just know that you have a plan going into it. Yeah, it gives you motivation. There's a study method that I use, and it's called the Pomodoro study method. It's like pretty popular, but um, you take these like 25-minute work increments and you do four of them. And then after that, and, and there's like five minute breaks in between. And after that, you take a 25 like minute break and you just keep repeating it over and over again. And I found it super helpful um, when studying, especially for like midterms coming up with all of that, like anxiety surrounding it. But also I think that like having a good study method really helps you to kind of spend time but like to like gain confidence in yourself academically. Like when I have a good study method, I feel better and more confident about my ability, about my ability to perform well. I think that's a big thing with like being overwhelmed. You want to be confident in what you're doing and feel more and feel more comfortable with the way that you're doing things. And every everyone's study method is like unique to them. It's really interesting to see that how people learn differently. So like the main way to 
know how to like prepare yourself for a stressful test it's just to find out how you learn yeah going back to like st- going back to like study methods um, I you know also like forming a routine around it can really help like you know doing kind of your studying at the same time same place every day so I like to do kind of all my study and work early in the morning and then my leisure time in the evening but because I found but everyone's different um yeah I can kind of go off of that and it's sometimes it's a little bit difficult if you have like an after school activity it's only once in a while um but I think that making a routine is definitely helpful um and finding out whether you're better worker in the morning or in the night like I work better at night and so for me um for me like the easiest way I think the best way is to figure out how you study so whether it's practice questions or I just rewrite things in different colors because it makes me happy to see all the different colors on the page once it's done. So I think just finding something like that where you're able to, and you can see your progress once you're done because I'll, I'll make a few pages and I'm like, wow, like I just did that. And I think that being able to like visibly see the work that I've been doing um, makes me feel like I'm actually getting something done. Uh, Whereas, or like checking things off is definitely a way to, uh, reduce the stress and like putting, we talked about this earlier. Oh, maybe we didn't putting little things on like a easy things on a checklist. So maybe you have like a big paper to do, but you also have like to make your bed or like clean your sheets, like do that first. And then you can go to your paper so that like, it looks like you've done more and you might feel less overwhelmed because you feel like you're kind of digging into your list if it's a little bit longer, but doing the easier things first. Um, I think we talked about this off camera, but I feel like it's that's something that I don't want to just like briefly go over. Um, list making is so useful when you're overwhelmed in general to just like be able to say, these are all of the things I have to do this month. Like my planner right beside me. It's right beside me. Um, but just to be able to list out everything you know that you have to do and then prioritize the list, but also adding in those little things that Lexi was talking about where if I know I plan that I'm gonna like take a break that's my therapist like number one thing that she keeps trying to tell me is to plan breaks so if I put it on my to-do list that I need to take a break I'm gonna take a break if I don't then I literally forget that I need to take a break and also just keep in mind that like a little thing like put a little something that's little for you like something that's like seems little might not be so like depending on the person something like don't just put something little out of to do's because it seems little like it's something that is little for you like I feel like little is subjective that's a good point I think making your whole making your whole schedule well it doesn't have to be a schedule like sometimes things happen I can never stick to a schedule ever so for me I just have to like I have to get myself to go do something and the best way to do it is just making myself comfortable so like I've, I've been having to take ACT sections recently and it's definitely not fun because I have like extended time. So I have to sit there for like an hour at the shortest time and trying to get myself to do it. Like I have to, I have to take a 10 minute nap first, then I have to go take a shower. Then I have to like brush my teeth and then like brush my hair and then I can take it. So like, if there's like some weird routine like that, I'm like that's definitely odd because I'm like taking a shower at three in the afternoon. Um, but if you have something like that or just a way where um, once you've done this, like, you know, you're ready. Like I wear glasses sometimes, but I don't need them all the time. Um, so like whenever I take a test, I go and I put my glasses on. I'm like, okay, it's game time. So like things like that, where it's kind of like uh, you do it every time and then it basically becomes routine. So kind of looping back to that is definitely a way to help accomplish those tasks. Just like a general kind of getting things accomplished tip is if, if you have like a 
big task or task feels daunting is just telling yourself that you're going to do one tiny piece. You're going to find you're going to end up doing more than that because you're going to be like, all right, I'm already sitting here doing it. Why not finish? But just tell yourself, however, I'm just going to write the introduction or I'm just going to find sources or I'm just going to answer 10 questions, whatever it is, just kind of lead yourself in with that. And I feel like nine times out of 10, you're going to end up doing more and feel like, and then you're going to please yourself and feel proud for doing more. So uh, that's just one of my favorite strategies for accomplishing kind of bigger tasks. I use that when I'm cleaning and it's really helpful. Um, like the time thing, but I like to do the time thing, but with sections. So maybe you have, uh, like, let's use cleaning your room for an example. Like you need to pick up all the clothes off your floor. You need to put something away and you need to make your bed. Like, let's say each thing is going to take a little bit of time. So you can't just do it all in one setting or all in one go around. So you can like make your bed and then take a little break and then uh, put the things away or whatever. So that way, because um, for me, time isn't quite as easy as like working on one thing and working on another thing, because sometimes things don't take the same amount of time as I was as I would anticipate. And once I get started on something uh, and I'm like really in the zone, it's a little bit hard for me to distract myself because I know I'm not gonna be able to get back in there. So I think that breaking it up by either time or by material or amount you've done is a good way to be able to stick to like some sort of a schedule. Yeah, I love that for sure. Especially since I have like, I feel like I have zero time management. It's so, <laughs> if I tell myself I'm going to do something for 15 minutes, I'll either end up doing it for, I'll either end up like whatever, hyper-focusing and doing it for an hour or looking at the clock every 60 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. An hour before we like, we're about to record, I was like, okay, so I need to do, I need to like do this part of my ACT prep. Well, I underestimate or I overestimated how long it was going to take me I did it in about 20 minutes and then I sat and designed t-shirts for mindful Mondays because that was just fun for me <laughs> so also if y'all think that it would look good on a t-shirt you should like yes. DM us ideas if you would be interested or like if you think that you have an idea for a t-shirt but that's besides the point that's like what I did for 40 minutes because I overestimated so sometimes the whole um, time management part of that, putting a time to things is more stressful, or at least for me, it's, and I mean, everyone's different, but for me, putting like a specific time, I have to do something on it. If I don't do it that time, I ruin the, re the rest of the list. Like if I don't get something done in the 20 minutes that I allotted for myself, I just have to give up on the whole list. And I understand that that's not how that works, but my brain tells me that's how it works. So that's what I go with. Yeah, snaps to that. I literally, I cannot write out schedules because life will happen. Something will throw up the schedule and then my whole day will be ruined because it wasn't mm -hmm. exactly as planned. So I relate to that at a spiritual level. <laughs> Nadia, I wanted to go back really fast to what you said about chunking. Um, so like I was just doing like a tiny little smidgen of research while you guys were talking. Um, and this is my AP psychology textbook from last year. Um, so chunking is like super useful actually, um, where you, where you, uh, organize, you know, items, things, whatever you're trying to do into manageable units. And it, it helps you remember things more easily. And it's actually, it occurs naturally. And, um, yeah, just, you remember things best when you organize it into meaningful arrangements. So that's a really good strategy for when you're overwhelmed. Okay. Another analogy that I've thought about and um, 
I've been told is that being overwhelmed is like you're screaming and underwater and no one can hear you or um, you're drowning. I don't want to say drowning because as a lifeguard, that's like kind of <laughs> like not a great um, description, but just to feel like you're so overwhelmed. It's like when you go too far underwater, your ears build up, the pressure builds up in your ears. And that's like the best description of being overwhelmed that I can explain is the pressure in your ears, but it's not just your ears when you're overwhelmed. It's like everything feels like you're 20 feet underwater. What Emmy said was really good and kind of like piggyback off of it a little bit. Um, but I think something like goes along with it that I like was meaning to say earlier, but I couldn't find the right spot to like add this in. Um, but like proving giving yourself to people that underestimate you is like a big thing. I feel like with that, where you take on all these things just to please others, or I feel like I definitely do that, especially with like clubs and classes, because people have certain expectations and certain views of who you are as a person and you want to uphold those because they might be good so when you take on all these things and it can kind of snowball and leave you feeling defeated or again like your head is underwater and you feel like and you're kind of suffocating so I feel like you really just need to prioritize yourself as well as also your goals and achievements but do them for you and not just to please other people yeah like totally you can be and I've heard a lot of people complaining about oh I don't want to say no to things but you can be like a nice person, you can be a person who takes care of yourself and you can still say no to things. Like that is self-care by prioritizing your mental health. You don't need to give a reason when you're saying no to something. I think that's my biggest issue. Like when I babysit, um, I try to say yes, like as much as I can, but I, I do so much that I just don't have time to all the time. And I always feel really bad because I know that I'm like their only babysitter. And so I always feel the need to explain myself as to why. And sometimes I'm just hanging out with my friends and it's the first time I've been able to like all week. And I'm like, well, what do I say as to why I can't? And they're like, why do you need to say anything? Like you, you don't need to explain yourself all the time. I mean, there's definitely certain situations where you might need to, but I think realizing that you don't have to share your whole life. Maybe you're feeling a little overwhelmed or something. You can just, you can just like, you don't have to say that and you can keep that to yourself. And if they don't understand that, then that's like a boundary that um, maybe you might have to explain. I mean, I don't think you would have to explain to them, but that's just a boundary that you have and, you know. <laughs> and if that's something that like you really, you feel bad about or something, like even if you don't have to like explain it to the kid you babysit's parents, if you like explain to a friend, that helps me when I feel overwhelmed and I feel guilty about telling someone no. Like if someone needed help with their homework and I'm like, I can't do that right now. I have like my own homework, you know, like I know you have the time to do it, blah, blah. like not even to be rude either, but it's just like that if, if I'm, listen, this is going to sound really self-conceited, self-centered, whatever the word is. I'm the, my own number one priority in my life. And that's just like, that's how that works. Like without my like living none of none, nothing else matters so prioritizing yourself is so important because your own like quality of life is totally dependent on you and not what other people think of you not what like Lexi's boss says when she says no which I'm sure her boss is really nice now I feel bad but like no they're no they're nice no <laughs> they don't care what <laughs> but like it does not matter if you're not 
mm, not even making yourself happy because happiness is something that's really hard to achieve honestly Mm -hmm. but as long as you're like focusing on yourself or like making sure that you're content with what you're doing and having like the confidence to prioritize yourself because sometimes it does take confidence I was just say I totally agree with like you know you have to prioritize yourself I mean it's the oxygen mask philosophy you have to put your own mask on before you put someone else's mask on and you have to make sure that you're living and not just existing can you explain that yeah like you know when you're on an airplane and the oxygen masks drop down. They always tell you in security, put your own mask on before helping others. Like, I don't know. I just think it's so important. Like, you know, you have to put your own mask on, make sure you're breathing and you're going to live and then you can help others. You're that no way, use to the rest of your, your exactly. people if you're not yeah. there. So, And you're worth being a priority. Like, how about that as a reason? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Also, this is kind of going back to the like journaling idea. I have a private story with just myself on it. Um, maybe like my friend. I do too. <laughs> um, and I like, I literally spam that shit. Like, uh-uh. Like I, I will post videos and I'm like, oh, nobody cares about this. So I will post the things that I think nobody cares about. I will post on this private story or maybe I'm mad at like one of my friends. I will post it on my private story with just myself. Feels like I'm getting something off my chest because, and then I can go back and look at it because I like to watch my own stories. And that like works for me. <laughs> Yeah, and it gives you uh, an opportunity for self-reflection when you have like the video of how you felt in that moment and what made you feel like that. Because I know a lot of times, like past the time, um, I, I'll be upset about something and then in the future, I'll forget what made me upset and I'll put myself in the exact same situation to be overwhelmed or to be uh, upset. And I think that since I've, I can't always remember to journal because it just, I don't know I just don't always remember it but um if I record myself talking and I save it to my phone and I can rewatch it I understand what had made me upset in the moment and maybe I can learn from that maybe I can know not to go back to that old situation but like it's an opportunity for growth as well as literally just talking because sometimes it's good to just talk oh yeah for sure I have so many videos on my phone of me just talking to myself about myself and I think another thing that's really important to know when you feel overwhelmed is just because you don't accomplish everything, it doesn't, it doesn't lessen your value. Like just because I have a list of 30 things and I don't get it all done in one day, I'm still a good person. And I think I can say that with confidence. If I complete an assignment late, okay, like I should have prioritized better. I'll make a note for the future, but I'm still academically successful I'm still an intelligent human like these are all things that you have to like make sure you reflect on if you ever feel I don't want to say like you're a failure because I don't think that anyone really is a failure it's all perception but um when you feel like you aren't doing enough while you're overwhelmed like you have 30 things to do you haven't done enough for your own mindset think about like you know, I may have only done 15 things out of my list, right? Which that's a really big number. I don't know who can do that much in a day, but um, props to you if you can. But um, if you have like, if you do like half of your work, you're like, okay, like I only did half of it, but I did it, you know? Like you have to put things into perspective and I have to do that frequently because I'm one of those people I'll just spiral and be overwhelmed. And it's like mentally 
it's so much easier to just understand that I did my best. I feel like something else is important to remember is the little things count too. Like sometimes we would say, oh, I got nothing done today. But in reality, we're not counting the fact that you got out of bed. Like, did you brush your you know, teeth? You got, yeah. Yeah. You brushed your teeth. Did you take a shower? Did you get dressed? Did you, whatever, send a couple of text messages? Like the little things count too. And like, I don't know, be proud of yourself. Like you did that. And there are some days when that's harder. There's some days when maybe all you've got, you've only got enough in the tank to just get out of bed and brush your teeth. And if that's all you've got in the tank that day, that's perfectly okay. Or maybe there's days that you have where you've got it in the tank to tackle that scary task that you've been avoiding. And that's great too. Just, I don't know, self-love. Yeah, self-love. totally. Totally. Like that's what <laughs> life is about. It's about making yourself happy, not stressing yourself out. You're supposed to make mistakes. You're supposed to learn from them. It's all about improving yourself. And the end goal is your happiness. Every right? day is different. That is my motto for life. Every oh, day. Yeah. You can't compare yourself on Tuesday to yourself today. It's just every day is different and that's okay. I also think it's really important with the whole, like, at least you brush your, if you didn't, that's also okay. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm just upset and maybe I don't leave my bed until 2 PM. And you know what? Even if I didn't leave my bed at all, honestly, that's okay. Like, it's okay to have those days. You just have to know how to like bounce back a little bit or like allow yourself time to fully feel it and you'll probably feel better after anyways if you give yourself time to like genuinely feel like just without anything to do mm-hmm. yeah okay so I'm editing this right now and I'm just gonna say that there's a little trigger warning for the next topic we're gonna discuss it has a little bit to do with depression but we don't go too into it so if that's something that's potentially triggering to you um thank you for listening um and I'll see you on the next episode Um, This is going to get just a little bit dark for a second, but I think it's an important thing to talk about, um, especially for people. And if we have listeners who have um, mental health problems with like depression and anxiety, who have struggled with um, suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, if you wake up in the morning and you're still here, you should be proud of yourself for that. And not enough people get told that. And And I'm proud of you for that, too. Just so yes, know. I'm, I'm proud, proud of, of you. <laughs> if you're struggling and you're still here, you should be so proud of yourself because that is a difficult, that is yeah. a difficult mindset to be in. Um, so just value, value those little things because those little things are actually really big. It could mean the difference between you waking up or you not waking up. And yeah, yeah. I ooh, this is taking a really, really good turn though. Um, I've experienced some of that firsthand, some of that secondhand saying other people go through this. And it's just so important to like understand that like no matter where you are in it, that like this too shall pass, you know? Yeah. Like this too shall pass. Even if I mean life comes in waves, and I don't mean that in some like, okay, hold on. Um, okay. Tell us in a minute. Okay, I'm going to stop the recording so it doesn't. I mean, 
not to sound like some cheesy like poster you'd see in a condo on the beach like probably where Ariana lives but um <laughs> life comes in waves you know and I mean that in the least hippie way possible actually maybe I do mean it in a hippie way but like <laughs> life has its ups and downs and we're all just here for the ride man I mean like we don't have a choice in the matter and so the best thing that we can do is just like ride the waves have a good time like yeah and learn to enjoy the roller coaster and I think that I could literally write a book called that but anyways um I think that's all we have for this episode so thank you all for listening and we'll see you again soon for another episode of Mindful Mondays bye bye bye